0: This is uh, Harrison Ford, the uh, the big HF. And uh, I heard you a little whatnot last week on the uh, Sixth Sense. And uh, why'd you have to give away the twist? Some of us haven't seen the movie. I'm gonna get you late night freighters. Oh, I'm gonna get you.
1: Welcome boogers to the late night fright. We have had some technical difficulties tonight getting the show running. So we're hoping third time's a charm, right, Faith?
2: Fingers crossed.
1: I am Dan, and with me as always is my awesome co-host, Faith. Say hi, Faith. Hi, Faith. So we don't we don't know what it is. We think it might be the building. There might be some psychokinetic activity in the building that just doesn't want you to hear the show. I don't I don't um, know what it is. I wouldn't doubt it. Is that what we're going to roll with? Let's go with it. That's what we're rolling with. Well, we do have I think a pretty good show tonight. We want to thank I think we want to thank him, Mr. HF, the big HF Harrison Ford for that uh what would you call that? Is that a lovely phone message <laughs> that he left us uh so Harrison, uh, I, I hope you've actually watched the movie now. It is 20 years old. Maybe he watched it and just forgot it, forgot about it. I don't he know. He did. I don't know. So how are things going?
2: Pretty good. How are you doing? Things
1: are pretty good. Uh, as I mentioned on the last episode, uh, my family got a new puppy, and Lily is really settling in, and it turns out that Lily has gas, and she fits right in. Mm-hmm. She fits right in. like hadn't even missed a beat. So, faith knows what I'm talking about. For listeners out there, don't worry about it. Just, just go with it. Just, just sit back and enjoy the show. Don't think too much about it. Speaking of thinking, not too much about it. Uh, last week we went a little deep.
2: That's what she said
1: on the sixth sense. Mm-hmm. I set you up for that one, Thank and you. this week we're kind of kind of laid back. You know, kick our shoes off. We did a double feature on our favorite streaming service this week. Faith, you want to tell them what our favorite streaming service is?
2: Shudder It's our
1: favorite. You can keep your Hulu. You can keep your Netflix. Mm-hmm. Give me Shutter. We did a double feature: the films Dead Body and Hell House LLC. Hell House Limited Liability Corporation, yet there was a lot of liability in that film. Would you agree with me on that? Oh,
0: absolutely. <laughs> we're going to talk
1: about that in a little while. We really we enjoyed both the movies, so we're going we're to get to them and have a little fun. Uh, let's see. We want to give a big shout out from down here in Cozy Corner to our new friends in Kansas City, the mysterious AF. Podcast Faith, do you know what the AF stands for?
2: I'm pretty sure I do.
1: It stands for exactly what you think it stands <laughs> for, but they have it as Mysterious AF, so that's what we're going to call it. I like to think it stands for Mysterious as Fonzie. Everybody loves sure. Fonzie. I know that's not what it is. <laughs> but uh we want to give a big shout out to them up there. They are listeners of the show. They comment on the Instagram. I have started listening to their show. It's wonderful they discuss uh, like uh, documentaries like horror and terror documentaries. And it's a lot of fun. That and they fun. talked about in one episode uh, a Zumba fight, having a Zumba fight among themselves. And I think <laughs> we need to formally challenge them to a Zumba <laughs> fight. It's on, I put, I put it out on the Instagram today, so it's real. It's out there.
0: <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> so to you, guy and gal and, KC and I like KC cuz that's the home of the Kansas City Royals and my favorite baseball player played in Kansas City for a long time. Faith, you know who he is. You want to tell him who it is?
2: Is it Lorenzo Cain?
1: Lolo Cain. She okay. can tell you I have a big man crush on Lorenzo Kane. Uh, he now I don't plays blame you. he plays for my favorite baseball team, the Milwaukee Brewers. And he's tearing it up this year, him and Christian Yelich and Mike Mustakas, who was also in Kansas City for a long time. He and Lorenzo won a World Series up there in Kansas City. A lot of great sports history in Kansas City. A lot mm-hmm. of a lot of good music history in Kansas City too. So you mysterious AFers, uh, we we appreciate you supporting us. We're yeah, I'm going to give them a review on iTunes. I've been meaning to do that. So, you got a review coming from us. And we also, besides the Zumba challenge, I want to throw this out to you. We would like to get together and possibly do something in the future. Uh, whether it be an interview or maybe we'll get together and, uh, set up, you know, talk about a movie or we'll watch a documentary that you guys, or we'll trade off. We'll, yeah. we'll trade off shows. That, I think that'd be a lot of fun. That sounds like fun. I think it'd be fun. And, uh, they would be the people to do it with. So we appreciate you listening and supporting and commenting. We appreciate that. So if you enjoy the show, uh, send us a line via the Instagram. You can send us an email. You can get to us through the website. A lot of ways to get to us, faith. I know. A lot of ways to get to it. So we're going to be talking about the movies Hell House, LLC, and Dead Body. Before we do that, well, before we get to the news proper, big bit of casting news this week. Faith, you want to tell them what hit the interwebs?
2: We got hit with Robert Pattinson is going to be the new Batman. How do you feel about that?
1: The sparkly vampire <laughs> Robert Pattinson is going to be portraying the new Batman in the... Matt Reeves directed film entitled Wait For It Faith The
0: Batman. Ooh.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Uh, how do I feel about it? I don't know how to feel about it. And and listen, I want to say this. He's been catching some grief online right? for mm-hmm. it. And I had to take a step back because uh, for two reasons, because I realized that I only know him from the Twilight movies. And I've yeah. heard that he's been doing some great work in other movies and some independent. I will go there. Movies. I've seen
2: him in other movies besides Twilight, and he's really—he's actually really good.
1: And he seems like a hell of a nice guy on top of it. And he hates it. Twilight. And he hates Twilight he hates and the it. whole fame game. He hates it. He, and,
2: it. he and said and if he never was in Twilight, he would never ever watch it. So, excuse me for hitting the microphone, but he hates Twilight just as much as you so, know, I do.
1: <laughs> So, you know, I brought some preconceived notions to the to the table here when it was announced that we were going to get, you know, a sparkly Batman and, mm-hmm. you know, teen heartthrob and all that. So Sparkly Batman. And then it made me think about 30 years ago when they cast a certain actor that you and I both love, Michael Keaton, mm-hmm. and a lot of people didn't see that working.
0: Right. And boy, did it work. Oh, yeah.
1: And so I'm going to give Mr. R. Patz, as the kids call him, the, the benefit of the doubt here. And wish him well. And you never know, faith. We might get the definitive screen version of Batman in this. You never know. You never know. He might be what we've been waiting for. We just didn't know it. So uh, Robert Pattinson, uh, y- y'all out there, just don't give him too much grief. But have some fun with it, because we did. Right. We did. You know, have you ever danced with the devil in the pale twilight? It- <laughs> Sparkly Batman, have some fun with it. He's probably gonna have some fun with that too. So I mean. Uh, so best of luck to you. So that's, like I said, that's all over the interwebs and yeah. you're going to be hearing about it really probably until we get a full trailer or oh, see him in, in in the Batman outfit. So, but uh, hey, yeah, more power to him.
2: Yeah, I'm going to hope that, you know, he portrays it well and fingers crossed he delivers.
1: Let's just, it's it's in the trine. Yeah. That's That's where it's at. So uh also uh we uh, i just want to throw this out we were listening to this on the way to the studio this has nothing to do with horror films or or anything but we were listening to marvin gaye's 1971 album what's going on on the way over and this is one of my favorite albums faith where are you on this one it's a very good album it's uh as as you know if you've been listening to the show if you're new to the show i'm a huge fan of soul music and old rhythm and blues music and uh, now I prefer the Memphis sound of stacks to the Detroit sound from Motown, but uh, I like them both <laughs> there. Listen, it's like, you know, half a dozen I think and six, opposite and, of you, there. you know, it's okay. It's all great. It's all great music. That's, mm-hmm. that's the important thing. But, uh, Marvin Gaye, this album is in my top five of all time, just albums. It's, it's, sure. it's if you're into soul music, if you're into R and B, if you're just a human being, which I hope you listening out there are, they're, Sometimes they're in short supply these days, but uh, give that album another listen. You'll you'll be you'll be impressed. It's uh, some great bass playing by the great greatest virtuoso of the instrument, James Jamerson, and. Some lyrics, I think, that are that are still relevant 40, 50, actually 50 years now Absolutely. after the fact. And just some really great tunes and uh, some great playing by the Funk Brothers from Detroit, from the studio guys out there. And, uh, and while I'm on this Motown kick, if you have not seen the documentary Standing in the Shadows of Motown about the guys who made that music, please see that as soon as you can because it's definitely worth watching uh god bless you marvin i wish you're still with us what a great album though just it it was just just on the in in my heart and mind just now so i just felt the need to (laughs) to tell them about it so we have a like i said we have a pretty laid-back show tonight we are going to be talking about dead body and hell house llc available on shutter but you know what time it is right now faith we have a bit to do here
2: is it time for the news it
1: is time for the news
2: Cozy Corner's resident conspiracy theorist Jerry Jumanji recently completed a 25-year investigation into the possible hidden meanings of Stanley Kubrick's 1980 film The Shining. In a statement regarding his findings, Jumanji said, yes, it could be about Kubrick's involvement with the faking of the moon landing, or yes, it could be about the genocide of the native peoples, or it could just be a movie about a guy going crazy.
1: That was an excellent pronunciation of his last name, Faith. Jumanji. Thank you. A new Star Wars-themed clothing store far, far away, recently opened in the newly renovated Cozy Square, a strip mall located just south of Sacred Burial Road, The store will sell Star Wars-themed T-shirts and costumes, as well as replicas of the many props found in the Star Wars universe. May the Force be with them.
2: A new Star Trek-themed clothing store, The Final Frontier, recently opened next door to Far, Far Away, the Star Wars store in Cozy Corner. The store will sell authentic replicas of the uniforms seen in the movies and television shows, as well as replicas of the many props found in the Star Trek universe. We wish them well and hope they live long and prosper.
1: Faith, I just got a special report across the news desk here. Cozy Corner police are on the way to Cozy Square. Apparently, a fight has broken out between far, far away and the final frontier. Cozy Corner police spokesman Frank Monday says that, and I quote, this business got out of hand when a person wearing a Chewbacca mask told a mustard-colored captain's uniform wearing Star Trek fan that the Millennium Falcon could beat the Enterprise in a race. The Star Trek fan responded by saying, go pawn far yourself. Employees and patrons from both stores have gotten into it, and the police are hoping this does not escalate into a riot. Can't we all just get along? I wish. I wish we could. There's never a dull moment in Cozy Corner, and no. that is the news. As I said, we are going to be talking about the movies Dead Body and Hell House LLC, available exclusively on the Shutter streaming service but faith i meant to mention this when we were just having our little get together at the beginning i have a theory on a very popular television series should i share it with our listeners i think you should all right so i've been watching a lot of home improvement recently a lot lot. as in i blew through the first season in about three days it comes on in these four hour blocks in the afternoon on cm on the cmt network and I sit there with my new puppy and watch Tim the Tool Man Taylor, and I have a really great time doing it. And Faith, you like Home Improvement, though, I don't do, you? I do,
2: and I love Tim Allen.
1: I love Tim Allen, too. He seems like a really great guy, and I just absolutely love the show. And But here's my thought. So he's got that neighbor Wilson, right? Mm-hmm. You never really see Wilson's face. Right. Okay. My thought on it is Wilson is God.
2: I can see that. Tell me, tell us, everybody why you believe that.
1: Well, you never really see his face, right? Right. And he's always dispensing indispensable advice. He right. always seems to know everything, mm-hmm. almost as if he's omniscient. And he's assisting Tim, who is by trade, if you want to get real technical about it, a carpenter. Mm-hmm. And his name is Wilson, Will of the Sun. I'm not I I'm, I'm not saying it's a cons- You
2: get you get really into
1: time don't you i do i do (laughs) so i'm just saying maybe that's there maybe it's not i can see it i don't know if there's enough there to even teach a full college course on you know i think someone could teach a full college course i don't know but uh it just hit me when i was watching the other i said wilson might be god you never really see him he's got a magical Anyway, oh, that's it? it's neither here nor there. It's a great show. If you haven't seen it in a while, please watch it. It's I haven't it's, seen it while. it's a I'm great chuckle. It. It's a really good chuckle, and I think there's some some great stuff in there. So uh, there's your deep thought because it it's all downhill from there. That's so, as deep
2: as it's gonna get. and
1: That's what she said. That's what there. See, that's what I said. So, Faith, you know what time it is now?
2: Is it time for booger of the week? It
1: is time for booger of but the. But wait. W- yes. Why booger? Well for those of you who have not been listening to the show my uncle when i was a little boy called the boogeyman the booger man and then anything anything with a monster creepy crawly killer or whatever maybe they became a booger so but wait yes
2: what were boogers in your nose called were they monsters
1: no they were just boogers Oh. Uh, yeah you know even at an early age i didn't have know. a, I didn't have a problem distinguishing you know between
2: I was just and curious <laughs>
1: That's a hell of a time to ask, Faith. You know, we're trying to get us to a break, you know, to get some coffee and, and, and I'm
2: sure everyone wanted to know.
1: I'm sure they did. <laughs> I'm sure they did. And we're we're not just filling time tonight, are we? Yeah. So, like I said, we have a great show, but Faith, it is. It's time for the booger of the week. Are you ready? I am ready. All right, we're gonna cut to it and we will see you on the other side. <laughs> Faith, did you turn the telephone off?
2: Sorry, I forgot to.
1: Yeah, okay. Uh, My bad. Well, well, it's early in the night for it, but uh, I guess we'll take a phone call. Hello, you are on WKMF, Cozy Corner, the late night fright. What is on your mind tonight? It's
0: me again. Harrison, the big HF.
2: Hey, Harrison, how you doing tonight?
0: Bruce Willis is dead.
2: Well, all right. Did you finally watch *The Six Sense*?
0: No, I watched a lot.
2: We assumed everybody had seen it already.
0: So what are you guys doing right now? you at your little uh, booger of the week?
2: Yeah, we're actually in the middle of recording right now. You caught a little early.
0: You know, I played a booger in a movie.
1: I know I'm going to regret this, but uh, what movie was that?
2: What Lies Underneath. What Lies, lies beneath?
0: Turn on your radio, Harrison.
2: It's What Lies beneath. You weren't there whenever.
0: Uh, Michelle was Pfeiffer
1: was It's Pfeiffer.
0: Yeah, her too. Anyway, I was a booger in that movie. I, uh, (laughs) tried to kill the Catwoman. Dr. Norman Spencer is your booger of the
2: week. No, I don't think he is.
0: Yeah, he is. I, uh, anyway, uh, I'll be calling back. Hey, hey, Dan, have you ever seen a little movie called Star Wars?
1: Yeah, Harrison, I've seen Star Wars. It's one of my favorite movies of all time and you're you're absolutely fabulous in it
0: yeah thanks I am uh, I have a lot of range I uh I could play Batman I'm Batman <laughs> that'd be pretty good I don't
2: know about that
0: uh, anyway uh yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil Star Wars for you guys a little later <laughs>
2: I'm pretty sure most people have seen it <coughs> Oh my God. Are you okay?
0: No, it's all right. It's just, uh, it's just uh, California purple. I'm smoking. It's all good. I'll, uh, I'll see you guys on the other side.
1: Well, Faith, apparently our booger of the week is Dr. Norman Spencer, played by Harrison Ford uh, in the movie so. What Lies <laughs> Underneath, starring <laughs> Harrison Ford and Michelle Pfeiffer. Puffy. So. <laughs> Apparently, he's going to be calling back, too. Oh, I can't wait. I I can't wait. (laughs) I am Dan. And I am Faith. And we will see you on the other side. Hey, it's Bobby, host of Afterglow, the show that comes on after the late night fright. You know... Cozy corner's is kind of a weird place. A Lot of strange stuff goes on around here. After Dan and Faith are done talking about the boogers and the creepy crawlies, join me for Afterglow. What is Afterglow? Afterglow specializes in playing the best classic R&B and soul cuts. That's right, music to get
0: you dancing or to help you get it on, you know what I'm saying? If you're getting it on, thinking about getting it on or perhaps have just gotten it on, I salute
1: you. And also invite you to join me, Bobby, for Afterglow, the show that comes on after the late night fright. I'll play you some good music, share some workout tips, help you with your hammer curls. You never know what's going to happen on Afterglow. See you there. Welcome back boogers to the Late Night Fright. I am Dan. And I am Faith. And we had a very interesting phone call from the big HF himself, Mr. Harrison Ford. You know, he was a guest on the show. If you have not listened to our episode on What Lies Underneath, as he (laughs) called it, starring himself and Michelle Pafifer, it's definitely worth a listen. And that is, of course, What Lies Beneath, directed by Mr. Robert Zemeckis. It was our fourth show, I believe, that we did. And I think it's a very good show. I'm very proud of that show. And uh, Harrison makes an appearance on that show because he was court-ordered because he had, uh, hit a Muppet in the face. But uh, <laughs> we want to thank him for calling in and uh, for making enriching our lives with yes. the uh, with the sunshine that he is. So mm-hmm. thanks for calling, Harrison. Apparently, he'll be calling back later. And boy, I just cannot we wait. We
2: are so excited about
1: it. But you know what? I am excited. I'm excited to talk about this movie, Dead. Body that we watched on the Shutter streaming service, and if you've been following the show, or if you're new to it, we half jokingly say that we are contractually obligated every show to mention three things. <laughs> One of them being the Shutter streaming service and how much we like it. The other being Mr. Robert England, who we've sent a letter to and are hoping to hear back from. Wink, wink. We want him on the show big time. And the other is the Pfeiffer, or as we should, or the Paffifer, the Paffifer. <laughs> Uh, We love her, too. And so here we go. This is the film Dead Body. It was released on October seventeenth, two 2017. It was directed by Bob and Ramsey. I did just a little bit of research on Bob and Ramsey. And apparently, Mr. Ramsey is a theater director from Seattle. So that's going to be important. Or I say important. It's not that important. But it will factor into some things I'm going to talk about. With the movie, so
2: does it have anything to do with something I had texted you last night?
1: No, it doesn't have anything oh, to okay. do with that. But uh, we'll get we'll get to all of it. All right. So this movie is about nine high school kids. They are celebrating their graduation, and they are at a secluded home in the wilderness, out in the middle of nowhere. And it is supposed to be a gathering of just four of them, I believe, but it turns into nine. And they play a little parlor game called Dead Body, and it quickly escalates into a real game. Um, and that is pretty much it, wouldn't you say, Faith?
0: That's about it.
1: That's about it. So Dead Body, as we said, available in the Shutter streaming service. What did you think of the movie Dead Body?
2: I didn't hate the movie, but I also didn't love the movie. I think, it, I think it could have been great. I liked the idea of it.
1: I liked the idea of this movie a whole lot, too. I'm right there with you. I I lean toward, if somebody asked me, hey, have you seen Dead Body and should I watch it? I'd say, yeah, watch it. Why? It's it's, yeah, it's
2: not terrible. It's not like a waste of time. Um, but again, it's not my favorite movie I've seen this year.
1: It's it's an enjoyable 80 minutes. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to regret watching this movie. And you're not going to go, well, where did that time go? That you're never going to get back. In the beginning, I did. I was a little,
2: mm,
1: yeah. I am a, a
2: little
0: slow, you know.
1: So as is our policy here, uh, Harrison Ford phone call notwithstanding, <laughs> if something has come out in the past few years and might not be as well known as something like, say, the Sixth Sense, you know, everybody pretty much has seen the sixth sense it's 20 years old but mm-hmm. something like this uh which is available on shutter maybe not a lot of people out there listening have seen it we hope you have but uh we're not going to spoil it for you so this is a spoiler free review of both films tonight we don't we don't want to taint anything uh for anybody who hasn't seen it you know but uh it's an enjoyable watch for the for the 80 minutes i i would say go for it it now this movie has a few things that I think really working for it, kind of in its DNA makeup. And the first, uh, the horror movies that are in this DNA makeup of this film in particular are the movies uh, Friday the 13th and April Fool's Day. So, uh, the original Friday the 13th, especially because this is a movie where you don't know who the killer is, it's a whodunit, so it's a mystery, thriller, horror. Uh, I felt like they did a pretty good job of towing the line between all those. Did you, did you have that yes, impression? Mm-hmm. It, it never felt, um, it, it established a tone pretty early and I felt like it, it kept that tone throughout right. the movie that it, they did a really good job. Let me, let me say this too. As we said, we didn't dislike the movie. It's not that we're, and we're not raving about it. It's, it's a, it's a fun little movie. This, this is a, it's a top flight production, low budget, and everything looks great for the money that they had. Looks like everything is up on the screen, uh, and movie actually I think really looks good for for the low budget. Yeah, I think so too. So, uh, as I said, but the movie Friday the Thirteenth, especially because it is a whodunit and it's got that forest wilderness setting, and and then especially when they do those shots of the house because they're staying at this cabin, mm-hmm. it reminded me not so much of the uh the first friday the 13th but then as you get into like friday four where you get into the tommy jarvis story and they have that house out in the middle of nowhere and there's all those shots through the through the ferns at the house so that was definitely kind of i think in the dna makeup of this movie and then the movie april fool's day from 1986 which is another kind of whodunit uh kind of become a cult classic have you ever seen april fool's day faith
2: i can't recall
1: it's it's a really really good well done movie um I'm
2: not good with names but this yeah.
1: movie really felt like it wanted to be April Fool's Day. Uh there's a great little twist in April Fool's Day that I'm not going to give away since you haven't seen it. But uh Biff Tannen is in April Fool's Day and Biff Tannen uh if Biff Tannen pops up in a movie that's an automatic 2 out of 4 stars <laughs> right there for me. <laughs> you can it's, it's a minimum 2 out of 4 stars if Thomas F. Wilson shows up in a movie, but this movie definitely felt like it it you know kind of harkened back to those movies uh, to the '80s horror in a lot of ways. Then the other thing that I found in its DNA uh, and it actually does say this in the description on Shutter is Agatha Christie. They mentioned the Agatha Christie uh, "No One Else Left" mm-hmm. uh, short story, and Agatha Christie is really famous for the uh, the cozy mysteries as they call them. There's nothing cozy about this movie, I but love her. but uh, cozy corner and. Uh, <laughs> But the uh, the locked room mystery, as they, as they call them, the parlor mystery, that is her bread and butter. And I definitely think that a comparison to Agatha Christie is appropriate uh, for this. It, it, this movie really was trying. It, it, right, yeah. It was trying to let you have a good time and, and a few yeah, good I had, scares. Yeah,
2: I had fun watching this movie. It's one of those, like you said, who done it? You kind of, ooh, what's happening in this movie? I liked watching it. It wasn't horrible.
1: You watched it uh, this morning or last night? I watched it last night. You watched it last night. I watched it this morning and I was texting you as I was watching it. And, and it was kind of fun because she knew who did it. And, uh, <laughs> and I didn't. And she was like, what do you think it is? And I did have a guess as to who I will say this right now. I did guess that it was one of them. Were and you right? I was right. I, I, too. I, had, I, had a I was, I was right, but I don't want to give it away to right. the viewers out there. <laughs> so it's, uh, no, it's really, it's really pretty fun. Um, it it does take place really in one location in a house and then it kind of gets in, into the woods, and I do want to say this. So I wasn't really with it for the first twenty minutes or so of the movie. Was I. It picked up substantially from that point. Now I, I didn't go, oh yeah, here we go, right. you know, right. uh, but yeah. I, I kept watching. I didn't want to turn it off. If that makes yeah, any sense. Yeah, there we go. Yeah,
2: that's that's a but good point. But yeah. let me
1: say this: the last twenty or so minutes of this movie. There's a few scenes that take place with the killer when the killer is revealed. But leading up into that, there's a few kills that happen. I think the directing in those scenes is absolutely masterful. And... If you haven't seen this movie and are watching it, at least stay for those because they harken back. I'm telling you, it's set up a lot like John Carpenter's Halloween, mm-hmm. uh, a definite homage. You will, you will see it. You'll even see the foot hit a windshield in a car like, yeah. uh, like they did in, in the 78 Halloween. That could not have been a mistake. There was some great uh, stuff done with brake lights, the red light shining out. Reminded me a lot of another of our favorites from Shudder, Summer of '84. Yes. That last scene in in Summer of '84, when you uh, get a good look at the killer, and those those red lights, mm-hmm. tail lights, are what's lighting the scene. I thought that that was really well done. I so there's a lot of really good moves in this movie. Like I said, I feel my problems with the movie are more on the script level. I feel like it probably could have gone through two or three more quick polishes. That's that's where I'm at. I felt that the motivations uh, in this movie. That's where I, I would scratch my head because I was really kind of with the movie at that point. And then I scratched my head when you realize why the killer that is, is killing.
2: exactly where I was like, it just didn't make any sense. It was so a little strange. <laughs> Right. It, it
1: was, it was a little out of left field. Yeah, it was, it it was, was an idea.
2: It was just like, okay, that's not what I would have assumed.
1: And it, and it had been planted earlier in the movie, but it was not that big of a deal. Right. And then I went, wait, what? Oh, right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, right. okay. So we, I've said this on a previous show. I don't like to do the thing where, well, they could have done this better and they could have done this better. What I do feel that they could have done better here, though, let's see if you agree with me, is I felt like we needed to focus on one character. We need, I didn't feel like there was a perspective character, like we were seeing this through one of their eyes, like you do. you know. Because this wants to be a classic horror film, like you see it through Lori's eyes in Halloween or Nancy's right. eyes in Elm Street. I didn't feel like the final girl was uh, that they set her up, that she was our point of view character, that she was our perspective on all of this. So I felt that was one thing and I felt like there just could have been a little more meat on the story because it just kind of then happens. Hey, we're playing dead body and then people start dying. Right. So they were, I think they were using some tropes, some archetypes with the characters to kind of get their point across. Like here's the douchebag, Here's the weird kid, you know, those kind exactly. of things. It's not bad. It's just, I felt like it, it really could have been great. I think it's two degrees off of being absolutely brilliant because, and I think it could have actually used a little more humor in it because I felt like some of these situations, it was so kind of, that's the thing. It felt absurd, but completely grounded, you know, like this could have happened kind of thing. Now when you get the reveal of what happened and and how it happened, you might throw (laughs) some of that out the window, but uh,
2: that's still the, you know, weirdest part to me
1: i think (laughs) yeah you just like i said that they didn't stick that landing for me but i thought i felt it was a fine movie up until that point it wasn't absolutely terrible um looked great i think everybody everybody was trying uh let me ask you a question or two about it uh how do you think uh the special effects like with the gore and the kills i thought that that was really well done i
2: thought they were very well done too i thought they were very realistic i liked them
1: and i don't feel like it was gratuitous if that makes any sense at all it it didn't mm-hmm. it felt in within the tone and scope of that movie yes. and uh, there were some great throw uh, not throwback kills but it just felt like old school practical effects horror kills and uh, i applaud the, the effects team for this because i felt like you you feel it but you don't you're not grossed out right, by it right. it's it's there's some good kills some can, some we,
2: can we not discuss our favorite ones
1: uh, let's or see. So I am names? going to say that yes, we can discuss our favorite kills. We just have to
2: get to detail. Just to we're just, not going to get too detailed the there. Might, so
1: <laughs> possible spoiler warnings if you haven't seen it. So go ahead, Fit.
2: I think I'm going to go with Rumor. I think he was my favorite death.
1: That that was a good one. Um, Do you remember it? Oh oh yes, I remember. It, it was very. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to use a big Bravo Channel word here: visceral. It was very <laughs> <That's right>. visceral. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I have two of them but I think I'm no what's
1: the, what's the other one
2: um, Eli yes I like this yes.
1: <laughs> yes that was that was a good one that was that was pretty hardcore that Great was a one. that was a very uh, that was the
2: first like I feel like
1: that was very the one and, hardcore, like, and when wow. I was talking about how those practical effects that's what I was talking mm-hmm. about right there uh, I'm gonna go, even though it wasn't a kill per se. Is when the girl got the nails in the face. I thought that was
2: yeah,
1: that was that was pretty rough. <laughs> I, I thought that was pretty rough and, <laughs> and awesome. But uh, actually, the uh, the Dwayne the Dwayne kill, which I feel is such a a throwback to the halloween films in that van the Uh way that that shoe goes up you know and they kept on that one shot of it and you kind of feel you really feel that strangling you know that's happening and uh i like i said there's a lot of good stuff in this movie it just there's a few things that that left me scratching my head uh i think on on shutter they have a is it a four or a five skull star rating system I think it's five, and I think, I think this five. is sitting at like four skulls. So people yeah. people seem to like it. And I get why they like it. I uh, yeah,
2: it's not a deep movie at all. It's it's a let's have fun and watch a movie type of movie.
1: Late night. Yeah, yeah. this is a late night movie. Exactly. Late night with uh, your uh, your vice of choice, as it is. Yes. Um So, Faith, would you recommend this to someone? Uh, you know, as a as a watch. Yeah, I
2: mean, possibly, if you know a fun movie. It's not a waste of time. I mean, I might watch it again. Would you watch it again?
1: I, w- I would watch it again. I would watch it. I'm going to let it sit for a little while and then yeah. go back to it and see if uh, see if it holds up because I do feel like there maybe there's some things that hold up on a second viewing or maybe it just completely falls apart. But uh, if we're going to go on the shutter skull system of, of one through five skulls, I am going to give it three and a half skulls
2: that's exactly i'm was gonna. i gonna go three point. and a half
1: skull mm-hmm. because i feel like its heart was in the right place right. and it wasn't trying to be anything other than what it was i just feel like like i said i think with some minor tweaks minor tweaks to it On um, right um side, yes. i will say this uh the acting in this is not exactly top notch i did not uh feel any kind of connection to the main girl ilsa did you no not at all i don't know if it was the character or the actress do you what do you think
2: be a little
1: of both? Possibly. Possibly a little of both. Yeah. But um, Dead Body available on Shutter, our favorite streaming service. Watch it. Mm-hmm. In fact, when you watch it, let us know what you think of it. Yeah. Tell us how many skulls you would give it. So, so that's our uh, that's our little quick uh, quick wrap up on on Dead Body and Faith. Look, phones ringing. What do you think it is? <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> I hope was not him again, but uh I'm sure it is let's go ahead we're gonna take we're gonna take a phone call so here we go this is dan you are on the late night fright here on wkmf cozy corner public radio what is on
0: your mind tonight it was dominic
2: uh this was supposed to be spoiler free harrison
0: Here's another spoiler for you. Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's dead.
1: I actually knew that. Did you, Faith? I did know that. Yeah. Try again, Harrison. That's no good. And sorry for him spoiling the movie for those of you out there. what's into
2: him tonight with spoiling stuff. What's
1: into him? uh, I can tell you what is probably into him. It is probably uh, green (laughs) and is rolled in a paper or... (laughs) or putting a pipe and Very true. inhaled uh, I have no idea please don't sue me He's so good. HF anyway uh, I am Dan and I am Faith and we're going to take a short break but when we get back we are going to be talking about another exclusive film on Shudder Faith tell them what it's called
2: Hell House
0: LLC
1: we'll see you on the other side
0: Hey baby, what's you know good? I'm just getting back, but you knew I would. War is hell. When will it end? When will people start getting together again? Champ Fanghorn, sports guy over at WKMF Cozy Corner Public Radio. I will be bringing you all the action from the ballpark this year. The Cozy Corner Cauldrons are set to make a title run. Get your peanuts and your Cracker Jacks and join me, Champ Fanghorn, sports guy at WKMF Cozy Corner for all the action. Play ball. Sports.
1: Welcome back, boogers, to the Late Night Fright. I am Dan. And I am Jay. And we are going to be talking about another movie that is an exclusive one-shutter, Hell House LLC. That's right, Hell House Limited Liability Corporation. And let me tell you something. When I was watching this movie, all I could think about was the scene in the office where Dwight tells Jim that he co-owns a bed and breakfast with the devil. Faith, you know what scene I'm talking about. Uh, I know
2: exactly what you're
1: talking about. That's right. In his wildest (laughs) fantasy, he co-owns a bed and breakfast with the devil. Tell him what the salary is, Faith.
2: $80,000 a
1: year. $80,000 a year. Hell conventions in town. (laughs) So there's a hell convention in town in this movie. Hell House LLC, directed by Mr. Stephen Cognetti. Did I say that right? I guess that's so. a nice <laughs> Italian name, isn't it? It is. That is a nice Italian name. I wonder if he knows our good friend Bobby. I bet Stephen Cognetti is a New York Yankees fan. When you say it oh, sounds, yeah, sounds like a good New York, New York Italian name. We could say that because we're Italian. Yes, we are. So, no, nobody get you, nobody get you knickers in a twist <laughs> out there. All in good fun here on the late night Friday. So, Stephen Cognetti directed this movie, and Faith, this is a found footage movie wouldn't you say?
2: I would say that. I would say that
1: because it is.
2: <laughs> no,
1: no. <laughs> uh, we talked about in Dead Body, there's the DNA of Friday the 13th and April Fool's Day and Agatha Christie. The DNA in this movie is the Blair Witch Project, yes. is what I was thinking of. <laughs> Me too. Uh, now, let's talk about the Blair Witch Project real quick. This isn't in our notes here, but uh, what do you think of the Blair Witch Project?
2: I don't hate it. Oh, it's been a really long time since I've seen it, so I probably want to
1: and that's a movie Visited celebrating a, its 20th anniversary this year as well. 99, nice. I believe, that came out. So uh, that is probably the most famous found footage movie. Yeah. But then there's Paranormal Activity, which is another yeah. found footage movie. What do you think of the found footage genre?
2: I'm okay with it. Um, I think if it's done well, it's it's pretty good. Like if it, I mean, I don't really like no offense to paranormal activity movies, they're not horrible. They're not my favorite. They're
1: they're not my favorite either. But I'm I'm with you on the found footage thing. If they're done right, this yeah could, the this idea could, is awesome. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, this one I think is really great, and I'm really glad that we picked it. And of the two movies that we watched tonight. This was uh, the one that I I liked more than the other. Me Not, too. Nothing against Dead Body, but uh, Hell House LLC is a really good movie. Do you want to give them a very short synopsis of of what's happening in this movie?
2: Yes. Yeah, so a group of friends they buy is it an old hotel? Is it's it is? It, it
1: is an abandoned hotel, mm-hmm. and I take it. Uh, I was a little unclear on this, but uh, they're a company. They're uh, yeah,
2: because they had a place in. The city.
1: They're a haunted house company. Mm -hmm. I think they kind of move locations and put on uh, different um, productions as it
2: is. So they buy this abandoned hotel and decide to transform it into their haunted house. And opening night, things just go terribly wrong. But they do live in this haunted house the whole time they're setting it up, which is pretty cool. For
1: about, what, 40 days, I would say, something like this. And the really neat thing here is, uh, and we're going to try not to give too many spoilers away, uh, they show you the incident via, like, a YouTube video. So you know what's happened, and then the whole thing is them discovering, an investigative journalist kind of discovering what has happened. And I found it really really interesting. I, I was... Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I never felt like, oh, this looks so real. This looks like... No, I felt like I was watching a movie Right when I was exactly. watching it. But it, uh, it it's really great. It uh, I, It's up there for me in some of the newer things that I've seen because I never got absolutely terrified or frightened. I didn't get the goosebumps, but I got a few nice little... Uh, Nice little uncomfortable moments watching, me too, me too. and I think it was really well done. I think it's really well put together. I read that it took them, I think, five months to assemble the footage after they had it, and I think they did a really great job. So it is mostly told from the point of view of a character named Paul who is running the camera. So we get uh, his insight into things, and this house just, I'm trying to think of a word for it, it uh, reeks of evil and malevolence <laughs> from the moment that you see it. And I had this experience watching it. I felt the heaviness in that location when they went into it. Did you feel it?
2: I absolutely did, yeah.
1: And I wondered why the hell they stayed there. Right? That, was, that was one of the things.
2: I was going to ask things. you that. Would you have had stayed there?
1: <laughs> I would not have stayed there. I don't know that. Uh, you know, I've gotten vibes off of places and people right. before. I don't know that I would have spent any uh, amount of time in there. I don't know if you could have paid me enough money, especially when some of the little things start to happen that are not explainable, and that I think any rational person out there would, if this happened, if if a mannequin's head turned and looked at you. Exactly. I would have left the house immediately. And they do a great job with these reveals, the little cuts, and things like this. I can't, I can't say enough good things about the way that this is put together. Yeah, I, I really I,
2: do like the camera angles of this. You know, you're kind of with them the whole time. I mean, obviously, it's you a, are. Yes, you know, the way recording. that
1: they reveal things and and, and that nature. But and you it,
2: know, a lot of people film stuff oddly, or you know, like yes. in real life, and, you know, well, you're not pointing it right. So exactly. I think they, they they hit it right with.
1: I thought Probably they did. I thought just, I thought it was just wonderful and um, I think that the hearts were in the right place making this movie. It really felt like there was a lot of passion for this project when I was watching the movie. Like you can always tell when people are enjoying what they're doing. They could have had an awful time making this movie, I don't know, but but the love I think for what they were doing really really comes through. Exactly. Did did that did you get that Absolutely. that from this uh like I said, it's it really well done. Five skulls out of out of five skulls on the on I the Shutter you. rating system. Mm-hmm. What were some things? Uh, so we established that the house is very creepy. It's an old hotel mm-hmm. with some history that they're not aware of. What uh, what did you just think about that location in general?
2: Oh, just looking at it, it, it looked like somebody was murdered there.
1: <laughs> it <laughs> did, and apparently run. they were, and there were some murder suicides too, which I is know. which is always a nice cup of tea, right? Um, and, of course, uh, again, not not spoiling too much, but these things uh, replay themselves out. What I liked about this movie uh, was something that I liked about The Sixth Sense, was that we weren't given all of the information. It was not explained to us what was going uh-huh. on here in the house. Did Now, did I miss it? Did you pick up anything? No. It's, there's just a gateway to hell, apparently, in right. this house. And uh, that's... Well, there's
2: a little bit of a story of why the original right just
1: enough little nuggets to make you go huh? the city something about the gate,
2: gates of hell from the bible
1: right right you know, right that's about right enough you know. to kind of make you yeah, know okay, what ballpark you're right. in with the evil but not enough you don't, so yeah, that you know don't which dig Which, I, deep into which it. I think adds to it Um my only drawback my only complaint I guess criticism of the movie is that when the incident happens I don't feel like I saw enough of what happened if that if that makes yeah, sense. That, I didn't feel like there was a payoff to that, uh, to the incident. It was, uh, as we said, uh, dead body didn't stick to land. They stuck their landing. They just did it on one foot, I feel like. And I'm not criticizing the movie. I just I wanted more of that. Me too.
2: I do too. Uh,
1: I was a little confused.
2: I was too. It was just, you know, I guess it wasn't, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Impactful yeah
1: it didn't it didn't carry that intensity right. with it like i was waiting for so you watch a lot of uh the ghost hunter type shows and those kind of reality shows yes. of, of this nature even though they weren't really doing a reality show how much did it make you think of those shows when you were watching this
2: a good bit actually yeah i mean it's a good point i, I was thinking of people going in into this haunted house you know hunting for something and just weird stuff constantly happen i can't even talk um I was
1: gonna say. Well, uh, it, it reminded me of those shows kind of like uh, Zach Bagan's like, yeah. you know, worst nightmare, you know, come true here uh a little more
2: extreme a little more
1: extreme yeah (laughs) definitely it's it's pretty extreme in some in some parts um it's a slow build and a slow burn and i like that i just don't feel like it ever caught fire at the end which is what i wanted it to do but uh i like the scares in this i like the old school slow scares when something will walk into a room in shadow you don't know what it is those kind of things are in this movie quite a bit so i'm Old scares like they used to do back in the day. Old cheap scares, some might say, but God, they work.
2: They really, I mean, yeah, I mean, they really I mean, they really work. Wow, that's really creepy. Like I went into this movie not thinking that it was going to be as creepy as it was. It was pretty creepy. And creepy
1: is the word for this. And this it's movie, creepy. out of out of anything that we've done, really has a vibe. More vibe, I think, than anything yes. that we've that we've done. I think they use the found footage uh, to their advantage in this movie. They really make full use of it. I just I think it's great. I think it's a really well done movie, and uh, I would recommend it to anyone out there uh, I who have. even who doesn't like horror maybe who uh, I think you you would get a kick out of this movie. And it's not gonna it's not gonna keep you up. Okay, it's not right, gonna keep no. you up. Yeah, but uh, it'll make you look around your sh- look over your shoulder maybe while you're watching oh, it. So I so I, so I so enjoy so. I really enjoyed the hell out of this. I, really enjoy, I enjoyed the Hell House again. LLC out of this. <laughs> Limited Liability Corporation, I'm telling you, man, they, they there were some lawsuits being paid out. So
2: let me ask you this. Do you yes. like haunted houses?
1: Do uh, real haunted houses or like the kinds you pay to go into? The
2: kinds you, go, you pay to go into.
1: Uh, every now and then, yeah.
2: Would you go to that one?
1: Absolutely not. <laughs> I would not go to that location. You can just tell that that location is just, you know, brimming over with evil. <laughs>
2: I might have gone to it. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe. Yeah.
1: Uh, I really like the people in this. They all seem very real yeah. to me. The relationships seem very real in this movie. I, I like it. I can't. Uh, there's not much to say about it other than it's good. Watch it.
2: Exactly. So, I mean,
1: anything, I mean, uh, anything in particular about it you want to bring up or, or?
2: I don't want to spoil too much, you know.
1: Okay. Can um, you anything without spoiling?
2: Um, I just I like the I like the creepy elements in it. I mean, they did a good job on them. And I, like I said, I don't want to. I don't wanna get too uh you know, too detailed into it. What about you?
1: I uh the creepy elements uh were definitely there for me. Um You know what I really liked was the girl, the main girl. I
2: didn't really care for her. I liked Paul. She
1: reminded me of something out of an old movie.
2: Mm, I can she, see
1: it. She had a look of, of something out of an old movie. I liked her. Liked
2: she, her quite you know, a She wasn't my favorite, but I didn't hate her. But she was all right. So
1: um. So you'd recommend this?
2: I would. I already have. My dad's a big uh, horror movie fan. I told him he needs to watch it.
1: <laughs> it's very good. Uh, Hell House, LLC, available on the Shutter streaming service. There is a sequel also available on the Shutter streaming service called Hell House 2, I believe is what it's called. Hell
2: House, LLC, Two. I think.
1: Ah, we want to get it right. And Hi. they are currently <laughs> filming Hell House 3, which should be released uh, possibly later this year. And I am looking forward to both of those. And, and as soon as we watch both of those movies, we're going to uh, give a uh, kind of do this again. Yeah. So, uh, Faith, what do you think? Let's get off of Hell House LSE. What do you think about uh, these kind of little Shutter review, uh, kind of quick, quick, you know, getting in and getting out kind of things? Oh, you like know, not a deeper... Uh, uh, you know, dive into the movie like we do with something like The Sixth Sense. I like them, right. too.
2: I like them. I think they're fun. I think they're uh, informative enough for people, you know, like, oh, you know, is that movie pretty good? Right. Well, can find right. out right here.
1: Right. <laughs> so uh, not our usual analysis, but uh, I, I enjoy them, too. And if you're out there listening, uh, we'd love to hear from you. If you enjoy these, we're going to keep doing it. And we are going to keep doing these. We, we're yeah, whether they like it or not. Our plan moving forward is to uh, kind of get deep into a movie like we did with The Sixth Sense. We have mm-hmm. some other... Uh, big ones coming up and then we're going to kind of uh, take a step back and do something like this a little more laid back a little more fun and get, get back into it and we're gonna keep up with the tv tuesdays we hope you're enjoying that and also before we sign off i want to thank everyone out there for listening everyone around the world we have listeners in spain now Faith, we have listeners all around the world, New Zealand and places oh, yeah. like that. So, so we want to thank all of you for the support. Mysterious AF, as mysterious as Fonzie, serious <laughs> as Fonzie. <laughs> That's and what Casey. You wanna We uh, we want to thank you. We want to thank all of our listeners and all everyone for supporting us. We uh, we really can't express it in words. So let's uh, let's wrap up Hell House LLC. Do you have any any favorites from this? Uh,
2: favorite people?
1: Just anything anything favorite.
2: Like I said, I like the creepy stuff. That's my favorite part. The vibe, of, yeah, this the really, vibe really of this really, really,
1: I think, movie. is the best thing that this movie has going for it. Um, my favorite performance in the movie is a guy who plays Paul. I can't remember Paul his name. My I, I really like him. Uh, watch it, Hell House LLC. Watch it. I think it has a, a five skull rating on Shutter, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. So, I would say this has been a good show.
2: I think
1: so too. And the phone line is lining up again.
2: Oh, I wonder who it is. I
1: don't know. Do you think we should take it?
2: I mean we
1: have to huh? I think I think <laughs> I think we do so alright here we go you are on the Late Night Fright WKMF Cozy Corner Public Radio with Dan and Faith what is on your mind tonight
0: yeah it's on that movie The Usual Suspects. hey Harrison Kevin Spacey was Kaiser Soce yep. is he spoiling and,
2: uh, movies again yep. Planet of the
0: Apes Planet of the Apes yeah they're on Earth was actually on Earth the entire time mhm Yes. Yeah. Is the one. Hey, here's yeah. one In that movie, The Others so Nicole Kidman and her family were the ghosts. Yeah In right. that movie, A Beautiful Mind With that Russell Crowe yeah. guy
1: Just keep your minds oh, rolling We'll see you next time In the Bye
0: Hey, where'd you guys go? What's been shaken up and down the line? I'm, a little, I'm in the hand of time. Ooh-hoo, ooh-hoo. Welcome to the Hotel Hell. Check in time is now, check out time is never. Does my room have cable? No. And the sheets are made of fire. Can I change rooms? Sorry, we're all booked up. Hell convention in town. Can I have a late checkout? I'll have to talk to the manager. You're not the manager, even in your own fantasy? I'm the owner, the co-owner with Satan. Okay, just so I understand it, in your wildest fantasy, you are in hell and you are co-running a bed and breakfast with the devil. Yeah, but I haven't told you my salary yet. Go. 80,000 dollars a year.